0: welcome to The Beauty Biz Show. Today, I have an extra special episode for you. Many of you know that I have founded something called The Beauty Biz Club. It's an online academy for talented practitioners who who are willing to do the work to tap into their highest potential. And it's really the place that I've been spending most of my time during lockdown, going back to work during lockdown again. And this is why I can say, oh my gosh, I have never been more proud to be a beauty practitioner because I've watched these women just power up, make shifts, innovate their business and do things that, you know, just made me feel really proud to be around beauty practitioners. So today I'm doing something that I never, ever do. And that is sharing an exclusive interview with you that normally only takes place inside the Beauty Biz Club. We do something called the Six Figure Interviews in there and they're successful practitioners who are sharing their best tips. But I had a conversation with Kendra Villarreal. She's a 15-year licensed esthetician, and she talked about how and why her comeback month was stronger and better than any month financially she has ever had in her practice. And she shares the tips. And I just thought this conversation was worth pulling outside of the club and sharing with my listeners from all over the world, because I think we all need the inspiration. We need momentum and we need hope now more than ever. So I know my club members aren't going to mind that I'm I'm sharing outside of the club, what happens in the club, because we all need to uh, gather together and lift each other up at this point in time. We've been through a lot this year. So enjoy the show. And if you need a really supportive community where you can dive in and learn all kinds of ways that you can power up and make this comeback stronger than the setback, just let me know because we do have memberships available inside the club. But for today, just sit back, enjoy, and take all of Kendra's goodness in. I know that you're going to leave the show feeling inspired to either head back or to head virtual because those are our options right now, right? Okay, guys, thanks so much for joining me. Oh, and one more quick thing. I said, I've been hanging out with these gals inside the Beauty Base Club. I cannot forget David. We do have one male member at this time. So David, I did not overlook you. And another thing is before Kendra and I started recording this show, I actually, she seemed a little bit nervous. So we started talking about saying the wrong thing. I go, oh, don't worry. I say dorky things all the time. And she said, Lori, that's one of the reasons I love you. Because when you say something dorky, you just laugh. So I want to give you a heads up. I said something by mistake during this show and we both got the giggles and I didn't take it out because I also feel like it adds to the show and if I can make you laugh a little bit right now then that is a good thing because laughter is the best medicine so stay tuned enjoy the show enjoy the giggles and David I'm sorry I did not forget you Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Club six-figure esthetician interview. We have Essentials member number two, second interview from our Essentials group, and we are here today with Kendra Villarreal, and I think I said it right. I messed everybody's last name up, but I think I got it. You did. Awesome. Well, the reason I'm so excited to chat with you is, A, I love getting to know the members better, and I really don't know a whole lot about you, except for that you said something that really, I think people forget I'm a practitioner, and you said something that made me actually feel happy and feel better and feel inspired, and that was you had your best month ever going back after the lockdown of the pandemic. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yes. Best month ever, and I would be on the safe side to say my whole career.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, we're going to dive into that in a minute, but I don't want to give all the good stuff away right away. So (laughs) let's just, let's chat about your esthetician life. People love to hear this kind of thing. So tell me where you're located and the type of practice that you have.
1: Sure. So I'm in College Station, Texas, which is kind of mid-Texas where Texas A&M University is. And I'm a solo practitioner just moved into a solo salon suite December 5th of this past year. I had previously been at a spa here in town for about a year. But previous to that, we were in California. So I'm kind of brand new to my
0: area, really. So that was going to be my next question. Jay, my significant other, is from Texas. And I was going to say, how come you don't have a Southern accent? Yeah,
1: that's why. But I'm (laughs) feeling like I'm picking it up. Like I'll say things and I'll look at my husband and I'm like, Did I just have the accent with that? And he's like, yeah, you did. We all pick
0: on him. We're like, what's a pillow? And that's actually what you sleep on, your head, a a pillow. (laughs) He still has a few words that he hasn't dropped. How long have you been
1: an esthetician? Let's see. This coming January will be 15, 15 years, yes, in January, this coming January.
0: Oh, so you're not a new kid on the block, on the beauty biz block. Nope, nope. What did you, were you practicing in California?
1: Yeah, so I've been at, you know, back in the day commission. I've been in employee status. And then the past couple of years before moving out here, I rented a room from my friend who owned a spa in Backville, California. So okay. um, the past couple of years, I've kind of been on my own, you know, but now it's a totally different thing being in a suite setup. up. Wait,
0: I think that's where Alicia Reynoso is. Do you,
1: are an expansion member? Do you know Maven Spa? I think. No. Oh, you know what? I think I watched her six-figure interview. She yeah. She's in Victorville. So I was in Vacaville. So she's SoCal and I was NorCal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got
0: the bees messed up. So tell me, because I've heard that California compared to Texas is very different. People say you guys got the wild, wild west going on down there. Estheticians can inject Botox. and what was your first shocking moment?
1: Like, Oh my gosh, this is so different than California. That seems so restrictive. Well, the first two things that I was super juiced about was that I could use a lancet again and I could tint people's lashes and brows. That was like heaven for me. I was like, yes. And you know, there's a lot of things that estheticians can do here, but I just haven't ventured into that. But I think it's really cool that we do have that flexibility to work, you know, with doctors here and do a lot more things than in California. So
0: now have you not ventured into that because you knew your BCE and your profitable passion and your marketing strategy stepping into a new business?
1: Yes. I really just the past couple of years have kind of you know, explored more different like skin philosophies and how to treat skin. And so I knew coming into this space with my own brand and business that I wanted to be more holistically minded. Not that I have like any judgment against people that do injections or anything like that, because I'm like a to each their own thing. But I really wanted my BCE to be someone that was a little bit more on the natural leaning side. I think it's
0: you know never anything to apologize for whatever your niche is because it leaves room for other people to step into their profitable passion. But we do apologize for it. It's quite funny. We think it's going to be insulting to somebody else, and what it does is it creates a market space for people or their profitable passion. So tell me about who your BCE is in Texas because when I lived there. I had big hair and lots of makeup, and there was nothing natural going on when I was in Texas. I mean, I couldn't get my hair teased high enough. It was also the the early 90s, so leftover from the 80s. But tell me about who
1: this person is, who your client is. So my BCE is a woman who is probably about 30 to 60. So someone that is aware of naturally-minded things, like maybe they eat a little organically, maybe they like organic skincare you know, just having little awareness of naturally living. That's my BCE. They don't have to be like all gung ho, but it helps when they have just a little flavor of it. And then we can expand on that in the treatment room. And she is either like a stay-at-home mom, or she's a working woman who has the disposable income to come in.
0: In case you guys are listening in and you haven't had the opportunity to take the core trainings inside the Beauty Biz Club, we are talking about profitable passion is the one thing you feel so passionate about. You would do it all day long for free, but you actually charge the most for it. it is your niche. And a BCE is something that I coined forever ago when I started teaching, and that is your best client ever, which is actually your ideal client. So that's what we're talking about. If we've lost anyone, we'll bring you back into the conversation now. So if you had to say, Kendra, what your business strength was, actually, you know what? I don't even want to go there yet. I want to ask you what your business looked like pre-COVID.
1: Okay. So pre-COVID, as I was saying earlier, I only opened December 5th in a salon suite. I'm inside of a solo salon. And so December 5th, I opened. March 24th was my last day. So basically, I would say... 80% of my clients transferred over from that other spa I was at. So I had a pretty good steady clientele. February was actually a great month. But I was working like I was opening myself up four or five days a week because you get into that crud like I'm a solo practitioner now. I need to open, open. And what I was finding is that it just wasn't worth my time because I was having these gaps. So that's kind of what it looked like previous to COVID.
0: And then what happened? Because you shared inside the Beauty Biz Club group that as you headed back, now everybody listening, keep in mind, this is a fairly new business venture for you. You had your best month ever in your whole career post-COVID as a new business owner, solo practitioner. So we want the juicy details surrounding this. What was it that you did that allowed you to sprint back to your business and not crawl back? Was it mindset? Was it, did you invest in knowledge? Did you get new equipment? Like give us the scoop.
1: So lockdown, I knew I had to sprint back into my business. There was no question about that. And I remember you had said, Really early in the lockdowns, place was that you said, treat it like any commitment, treat it like a marriage. And I was like, yes, because to be quite honest, I've been doing this for almost 15 years. I don't know anything else. Like I don't have any other skills to fall back on. So I either have to go 100% or I'm just going to fail. And so I knew that I had to commit 100%. So going back in, the biggest thing for me was mindset and going back to basics on serving and coming from a servant's heart and treating every single client that I came into contact with, whether it was in the treatment room or not, that I'm there to serve them because if they aren't there, I have nothing. I just
0: recently heard now is just the perfect time to flood your clients with customer care. Yes. And they're craving it. And this is how we actually went out over these big online stores. When so many people have been forced to go online, we have an opportunity to fill a gap here.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they want that client connection. So yeah. I didn't buy anything at all. I didn't invest in any you know, products or machines or anything in this time. I just made the experience better. So coming back in, I was like, okay, nobody wants to think hard. I don't want to think hard. So what can I do to up that experience during their facial or their waxing? And so what I did was before like my facial, and I know some, some estheticians in here do that. Of You can pick like a meditation app. And I always did like, you know, the olfactory and breathing aromatherapy at the beginning But I actually pivoted and also let them pick an essential oil to put on their inside of their wrist before. And then I got like a flaxseed heat pad that goes right like over their waist when they're laying on the bed. And the reason I did this is because I went last month to my massage therapist and she did that for me. And I was like, it made me feel just so much. I don't know. It just was so relaxing and she actually gave me one for free. So I didn't even have to buy that. And it's my clients have loved it. And it just ups the experience without spending any more money. So that's what I encourage everyone to do is just like find ways that's not going to make you spend more money, but that's going to up the experience. I think sometimes we get so
0: busy and it doesn't even mean being booked solid and crazy. Just in life, we get busy. And that affects our business, not allowing us to be fully present. And this has been a wild opportunity for people to become present, back to center, fully there for their clients. I know you said that one tip that was shared inside the Beauty Biz Club changed everything for you. How did you, and we'll share that in a minute, how did you utilize the club to stay? I find most people said, I stayed sane because I got to work on my business were there certain trainings you took or certain things that you did that helped you maintain
1: sanity or bravery or commitment to your business? So the trainings that I, I was just in the club every day. I was on the app, the Kajabi app every single day. And I think so often, like I can get, cause I have anxiety just by nature. So like I can listen to all these different things, but what I did was all I listened was BBC stuff. That's it. Like I didn't listen to anything else and there wasn't one specific training, but I think just listening to the BBC, like either the six figure interviews or, you know, some of the trainings that are going to help me right now, it just kept me focused more than anything, you know, and just being surrounded with that, those good vibes And not all the noise of other podcasts or anything else that was the most important because the BBC really, I mean, if I would have known how much it would have changed my life, I would have done this 15 years ago. But I just never thought that it was going to be as life changing as it is. And so, I mean, I'm all in like, that's all I want to listen to. It feels like family
0: in there, really. And I think there's so much negativity out there that it's just a place people crave. They wanna come in there, they wanna hang out. And I'll share this with you and everyone else listening because I really haven't, I don't think, although I've talked so much this week, I don't know what I've said. (laughs) I've been doing so many lives. But, you know, somebody asked in our expansion group, how have you been so positive through this whole thing, Lori? And another gal, Michelle Kate, who is in San Francisco said, well, she's in
1: Napa. She was only like 30 minutes from me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Michelle. She's awesome. She said, because Laura, you did all this work a few years ago. And it really brought an aha moment and awareness to me when I gave up my business in LA and I stopped working for the first time since I was 16 for three months and I revamped my entire business. And I went through the fear of that and I built again. And I go, oh, maybe that's why I've been able to show up and just be a positive type influence on my girls and my guys inside the Beauty Biz Club. So I think that was it. I did this work under a different circumstance, but it was very similar, the feelings and the roller coaster and having to be brave and step into something that feels scary. So, and you guys, you guys have been awesome supporting me through it. I loved watching. I think you were one of the first gals to do a back at work video to share with everyone what you were experiencing as you stepped back into the treatment room.
1: Yeah. You know, when we go through things, we don't really realize why we're going through such a crappy time, but you know, we end up knowing. And so I think for you being able to help us navigate this, like we're just forever grateful to you for staying positive and creating this BBC space of positivity, because Literally, there's nothing else like it. Nothing else like it. I haven't ever seen any snarkiness, any cattiness. And none of that is good for our hearts or our mind. And once those things start creeping in, we lose focus on what we're doing. And so, you know, the BBC is just far none. Like, there's absolutely nothing comparable to it. I had to laugh because you did say you
0: had your best month back. But actually, before we started recording for you guys listening, Kendra said, oh, my gosh, my first day back, I was so discombobulated. You were saying words the wrong way. <laughs> I think I, I love that you felt vulnerable enough to share that with me. And I hope you're OK with me sharing it with the girls, because I it's something I talked about, right, that three month hangover that we're all feeling. When you go back to work, it's very similar to a, to a hangover or to jet lag, like You got to get your bearings. You have to start feeling normal again. How long did it take you to get over that weird discombobulated feeling?
1: I would say probably a good month. And what I started doing was I would, before I went to like starting my day, I'd take a post-it and I'd write out every single client and I'd write what product I was going to recommend. And I'd stick it on the inside of my cabinet because that way I didn't have to think and neither did they. And I could use one word. Instead of 10, like I already knew what I was going to talk to him about. So like just doing some of those systems helped me stay focused and not be wrapped up in my head. So probably about a month. I see so many limiting
0: beliefs happening right now. And I'm glad you've just brought up your little sales technique. Have you found that people are looking for discounts or in high spending mode as you step back in?
1: High spending mode. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And I've even... The last like month and a half I have been, and I think this is kind of like a mindset thing too, that I've never really done before, but it's working when I take those products and I say, okay, this is what, you know, Lori needs. And it's coming from a genuine, like humble place of serving. I'll put it in my schedulicity in their checkout thing while they're changing back into their clothes after their facial nine times out of 10, they buy every single thing on there we already have it in there and say, these
0: are the products I recommend. So they can see the price and everything right there in front of them. And, yeah.
1: I, and then when they say yes to all five products, it's already done. I'm saving time. And it's kind of like a mindset of like assuming the sale, assuming the offering, you know? I love it. Well then let's, Share
0: with everyone your secret to why you stepped back and think that you had your best month. Well, you know you had your best month ever, but why you think that was capable. After probably returning from one of the hardest times of your life, how did you power up and have this? What shifts took place during the lockdown that allowed you to step forward this way?
1: Following Dev's tip on social media, like that legit changed Everything for me, and I think mindset is something like we hear a million times, and you preach it, and it's amazing. And then real life happens, right? And then we're just like looking and we're not thinking and we're looking, but it's like every time something negative comes in, that's taking away from the positive that could be there. And so, I follow Deb's tip, and I unfollow every single group that I was in, except for spa decor ideas, because there's never any negativity in there in the BBC. And I think for me, like once I unfollowed it, I swear by the end of the day, I felt lighter and airier and happier because I was just seeing negative things that about our industry that I will not accept. Like this industry is not going anywhere and neither am I, so I don't need to see it. So I encourage everyone to unfollow just edit what you bring into your life
0: right now. So Debbie actually posted for the members, Debbie actually posted a little
1: video on how to just simply unfollow people that were making you feel toxic, right? Yeah, and I think too, like I didn't even really realize that it was making me feel toxic until it was gone. You know, like you can read things and it's like, yeah, it's not really like a trigger and it doesn't make your heart race or anything, but it's not
0: benefiting you. So- It does just gave it you know what it does it holds space in your head and your heart and your belly and we most often are unaware of how deeply holding a space in those three components will make us feel will make us show up so yeah. I mean and and you get to choose what you hold in those spaces your head your heart your gut
1: yeah
0: it positive
1: just like we're the gatekeepers of our home we're the gatekeepers of what we see and another tip like I put with Debs was like okay how would I treat my child? Like I have, a, I have a 19 and a 20, almost 23 year old. And it was like, if my kid was reading these things, would I want them to read it? No, like I would want to guard them and guard their heart. So I need to treat myself the same exact way.
0: Oh my God, if we could treat our, I don't have children, but that's powerful for people listening right now. If we could treat ourselves the way we would want our children to be treated, we could change our lives.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Any, any loved ones, even if we don't have kids, you know, anyone we love, our spouse, our moms, dads, whoever.
0: I have to tell you that you do not look old enough to have children that age.
1: So they're actually, thank you. It's, yeah. it's funny because my clients go, wait, what? How old are you? So they're actually my stepsons, and my husband is older than me. So I'm about 15 years older than my oldest son and 17 years older than my youngest
0: Okay, but. that makes more sense. I'm like, wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when my clients, I say that, and then they're like, and then I'm just like, oh, good skincare, you know?
0: <laughs> That's it. Yeah, they're like, she's a billboard. I'll have whatever she's having. It's like that Herbal Essence commercial where the girl came out of the bathroom and swung her hair <laughs>
1: that. Yes. Yeah.
0: All right, so. Let's dive into a little bit more of business scoop, but I, well, first I want to go back and this is something I shared in the beauty and success launch pad. I'm not quite sure if you were able to join that training or not.
1: I didn't join every night, but I think I got a good, maybe three out of five nights.
0: Okay. So there are three things that we're feeling right now. And I just want to talk about this because how you manage this will determine how healthy your mindset is you're feeling scared, whether you're stuck at home with a government mandate, or just recently, I'm being sarcastic here, told that you were allowed to work in a parking lot if you're in California, <laughs> you're scared. Or if you're back at work, there's a part of you that's terrified for your health or the health of others, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, people are super emotional and super sensitive, and that's why people are attacking each other online, which is such the wrong approach. Yes, and then the third thing is we're all craving hope. We're craving positivity. We're craving kindness. We want to be heard. And if we took that just to the next level, if we protected ourselves and cultivated a good mindset and nourished ourselves this way, we'd be able to serve our clients more deeply because they're craving the same things and feeling the same way. And that's actually what you really did with success. You don't have to share exact numbers because I may even use this on my podcast because it's such a good, heartfelt, inspiring interview. So you don't have to go to exact numbers. But did you look at your increase going back to work? Like, was it a 15%? Was it a 50%?
1: Like, what kind of percent would you guess if you don't know? So I know. I'm I'm a Virgo like you, so I really like numbers. (laughs) So last month, I beat my best month by 24%. And I'm slated to beat last month, this month by
0: 25%. Wow. So you're, you will be up 50%. Am I calculating that right in two months? Yeah. And this is yeah. even more than you in California working for 15
1: years, regenerating a profit mm-hmm. revenue. Wow! And that's because of the BBC, like straight up, like absolutely. It is because of the BBC and staying focused, staying positive, keeping my mindset guarded. And listening to your trainings and, you know, not only the business side, but really the, you know, loving on our clients and serving them well, because if they weren't there, we wouldn't have anything. So, you know, it's absolutely all credited to you and the BBC. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you.
0: I appreciate it. And it's so, feels so ironic to me. And I say ironic, but I'm grateful that Somebody said in the club the other day, if we did not have this lockdown, I never would have stayed in the club because I would have thought I was so too busy for it because I was busy at work, but because she was forced to settle down and really look at her business, she's like I'm never leaving here and my numbers are way up. So it took a lockdown I feel like for me to fully express what I'm trying to do for people in this industry and that is just teach the things, right? The the intentional things and the systems that will help you Raise your numbers fifty percent after a lockdown. So thank you for being solid proof that my
1: mission is working. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you you for all you do for us because you know I can feel so secure and sitting here saying I'm a businesswoman like, and that's because of you and you know everything that you offer our industry. And we're leveling up, like this industry isn't going anywhere. And so if we still have a passion for it, like it will all work out. It will all work out.
0: Let's just talk about this for a second. Again, I think this is so powerful because people, I don't know what you were hearing in the other groups. I'm very protective of my headspace, very protective. And I hardly spend time online except for doing my thing. So people are saying this industry is going away. People aren't going to want it. Is that what's happening? Because that's what happened in 2010 with the crash. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've had people literally call me and say, I will come to your house. I will go to a parking lot. We can do this outside. I want the one week or two weeks that I was actually allowed to work. I saw three people a day and made triple what I was seeing. Six people, like people want to come in, they're dying. Mm -hmm. And well, I don't know about you if you did this or not, but I did a lot of virtual stuff. I would send an email out and, and I'm not saying this to make somebody feel bad. I'm saying it. So you realize that the possibility I would send an email out and I would make thousands of dollars in product sales.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to keep it real right now. I didn't do a ton of virtual stuff during the lockdown. The only thing I did was take your letters and tweak them to my own voice and send them. And I just wanted to soak up the time and I didn't want to overwhelm myself. So I I knew I had to stay focused. So I sent out the letters every seven to nine days when you would roll them out. And I got tons of emails back. And what's so crazy is that in this past month and a half or so, I've had probably at least 10 new clients come in and... You know, I I've done the impactful intake, so it's on Google Forms, and I've you know taken all of your lead on that and implemented it. And they're saying yes, I've been like for a Brazilian, I've previously been waxed, and they will say that they were waxed in January, February, or even March. So what that tells me is that they decided to still spend their hard-earned money with someone else. Somebody knew. I I think it's because that constant communication of like showing up on Instagram, showing up on Facebook, getting in front of people, updating my Google business page when no one else was doing anything. Like I would look at other people around town and they just weren't posting anything. So their clients aren't going to think they're taking clients. They're going to think that they're closed or they're not doing too hot. And so, you know, just positioning ourselves to be open and be in front of people is super important because people are looking
0: to come in. That happens in the brain, not think I know of a potential client. If they don't hear from you, they think your business is not doing well or you're not coming back. It almost scares them a little bit. And they're right now, more than ever, they're looking for stability, confidence, professionalism, somebody who is willing to communicate with them. So, you know, in those letters, We're done because I also know what it feels like to feel very anxiety ridden and overwhelmed. And I just wanted to make it easy for you guys because everybody was in such a different headspace. I figured if I can give templates and create forward movement, you'll get your confidence and your security back.
1: And that helps so much because me, and I'm sure there's lots of men and women listening to this that have anxiety and it's just it's so helpful to have those templates to just tweak a little bit and put in your own voice. And it's helping me to get my marketing on track for like the next five months. Because when I think about all these different things, I'm not focused. And like, that doesn't do anything. If I'm for lack of a better word, like half butting it all over the place, like that's not good. Like I need, we need to give like a hundred percent to what we're doing in that moment. And so having those letters and things like that just helped me not have to think too hard, to be honest. Perfect. Well, I
0: want to ask you, stepping back into your business and having the time to gather some clarity, what would you say your business strength is and has it shifted from prior to COVID? What is your business strength right now and has it shifted?
1: I would say my business strength right now is client experience. And it has shifted in the way from client experience for how their results, you know, like the physical results of the skin or, you know, the Brazilian experience or the eyebrow experience to how they feel. So I've shifted that to like, I want them to walk out feeling amazing. And yeah, I want their results in their skin too, but I want them to feel like they've never felt before. I love it, and then
0: I mean, just so everyone knows that we're being real here, is there an area of your business that you still want to tweak a little bit, or you go, Gosh, I wish I could make this a strength instead of a weakness? Is there an area where you need support?
1: I wish I was a rock star at paperwork, <laughs> and you know, I just wish I could wave a magic wand and have it be all done, but i'm I'm getting better, so support from other people would just be connection. Like, you know, just if you want to friend me, if you want to email me, like I would love connection and to surround myself with closely with more members of the BBC because they are all such positive minded women and men.
0: Awesome. Well, that is a good ask. And I'm sure people will fulfill your wishes. (laughs) Um, if you have to wrap it up now, and like I said, not only the BBC, but if you're talking to an esthetician anywhere out there or a beauty professional, beauty entrepreneur that just needs to hear some success advice today, is there a tip that you would share?
1: That's a hard one. I would say the tip would be, be in the moment with your client. Go back old school, just be in that moment. You know, if you're giving them a facial, just Really concentrate and focus your thoughts on them, and making them feel loved and taken care of, because it will translate in your energy. So, just you know, serving your clients would be the biggest success tip I think right now for me.
0: Now, I'm sorry, my dog is snoring in the background.
1: <laughs> it's weird, that's what it is. I, it happens to me all the time on Zooms. People are like, "What is that?" I'm like, "It's my bulldog snoring." <laughs> Oh, they have a big snore too. Both oh partners. yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so I haven't done this before, but I'm going to start doing this in the six-figure interview thing. So tell me your what skincare lines you carry.
1: So I actually am private label, and I private labeled mid-January. Awesome. Um, and it's my clients are absolutely loving that. I really just got to the point where I couldn't bring in all the different lines I wanted. So I decided to private label. I'm curious
0: with private label, how many screws, how many screws, how many
1: skews did you start with? Sorry. <laughs> I, think I probably started, I would say with about, I started with about 20 to 30. And then after the first month, I basically was able to pull in everything that they had to offer because the demand was there already. You know, people were like, yes, this is awesome.
0: I thought you were going to say that you actually condensed or simplified. So I i mean, you didn't have 30 different products with all different SKUs of inventory, did you? I did. Oh my God. And you brought
1: more in. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. I just talked to every single client and I think something in there. Actually, no, you know what? I got feedback and my clients have literally said, if what you were using before was working so well on me, I trust that what you're recommending now with your, your new line is going to be even better. So they sure. had that trust already.
0: Yes, trust sells. And you know what? This is what I talked about this morning on our live in the Beauty Biz Club. We are in a trust deficit right now, and if you can fill that void and really just show your clients that you're there and that you care. People buy from those they know, like, and trust. So you're doing everything right. And then I'm still giggling that I said screws.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because we were just talking about how we say everything wrong. And, <laughs> and why did that, I mean, that. that was a good one. <laughs> okay, so then back to a more serious note. How about, what's your favorite piece of equipment? Oh, piece of equipment? I'm addicted to gua sha and cupping. Like addicted. If if you guys are using your gua sha and your cupping and you're not taking before and afters in one session, oh my gosh, do it because it's crazy. Like to send the client a before and after after their facial, like the next day, it'll blow their mind because it so softens fine lines and wrinkles. It's amazing. That's great. Where did you learn how to do the cupping? So I actually took a class from Zen Miller, Cheryl Miller, but she goes by Zen Miller. She was touring around the United States and she had one in San Antonio. So I went last last spring and she taught like a couple different modalities.
0: And it was really great. I'm writing that down because now I'm sure she's doing something virtual online, right?
1: She is. And she's actually really pivoted her business through this COVID time and she broke down her in-person class to you know all the cart segments so if you wanted to learn just this modality you can do that so it's it's really great
0: aren't you just packed full of good information i was going to ask you one more thing and now i can't remember what the heck it was so if it comes back to me i'll ask you and put it in the show
1: notes is there anything else you want to share I just would like to share you guys, like if you, if anyone feels like you're getting down on yourself, just remember people need us. This beauty industry is not, I promise you, it's not going anywhere. It's been around for hundreds of years and it's not going to stop just because of COVID-19. So just stay focused, stay positive, guard your heart and, you know, serve people as best you can.
0: I love that advice. Do you want to wrap up the show talking about some of the things that we've witnessed happened inside the Beauty Biz Club that, to me, show how important we are in the lives of our clients? Like, one gal got a $5,000 gift card purchase from a client that said, I just want to help you through this time.
1: What? I didn't see that one.
0: She was an expansion member, actually. So We talked about that on our, our mastermind. And then this week. Did you see the gal who just went to her spa? to do The $100 cash one? Yeah. Yes. That was amazing. Some gal, an esthetician went to her. She wasn't even supposed to be there. I think it was on the weekend. And a client that had moved six hours away drove by and said, I have so much I have to give to somebody. Turn around, came back, walked in the spa and gave this girl $300 cash.
1: Yes. And she said she was going back and forth on whether or not to join your 60 day challenge. And it was like, girl, there's your sign. Like the 60 day challenge is happening. Like it's happening for you. That was
0: so cool. And I, I know there's a ton more stories like this too that I can not think of offhand. Are there any that you saw that you go, Oh my God, our clients love us.
1: I, that was the one that popped instantly into my mind because it was so recent, but I mean, there's just tons of people sharing Our clients need us. Like, I can't think of anything else, but I mean, don't doubt it. Just if that doubt comes in your mind, just be gone with it because they need us. It's proven over and over again by the gals in the BBC. So, one of my
0: clients emailed me back to one of my letters, and she's so sweet. She's a little older lady. She asked me if I needed any toilet paper. And I thought that was so. (laughs) It's <laughs> the little things in life. Exactly. She was looking out for me when there was a toilet paper
1: shortage, and I thought, oh my gosh, how nice. That's so sweet. Yeah. And they think they think about us. They absolutely think about us in times like this. So,
0: Well, Kendra, thanks so much for your time. This was really fun, and um, mm-hmm. it's not good to even get the giggles with another girl because I'm missing this week. I, my best friend lives in San Diego part-time. She lives here part-time, and we've been going on these walks, social distancing walks, and she's been gone out for two weeks. I'm like, I need girl time. I need to laugh with somebody. So thank you.
1: <laughs> You're so welcome. Maybe we should have, you know, happy hour in the BBC.
0: Oh, well, we're going to talk about that when we stop recording because I know you were interested in the expansion group and we do have that every Monday. So we're cool. going to say goodbye to you guys for now. Kendra, don't go anywhere because we're going to stay in chat for a sec. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here. It was really fun. And I know that everybody listening in is going to love it. You're going to motivate, inspire, and, and give people the hope that they need right now. So I appreciate you being here.
1: Well, I appreciate you. And thank you so much for you know chatting with me. I feel so honored and blessed. And I just really appreciate everything you do for us. Awesome. Thanks so much, Kendra.
0: Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the beauty biz show. If you enjoyed the show and you would take the time to leave a kind review over on iTunes, that is very much appreciated. And if you find you are left craving more beauty biz inspiration and success tools, then you're going to want to head over to beautybizclub.com, which is the premier online success Academy where talented practitioners go to maximize their potential and to become booked perfectly. Again, that is beautybizclub.com and it would be my pleasure and my honor to help you tap into your highest potential in the beauty industry.